These need to be washed by hand. Kelly threw a pile of clothes on the floor. And be quick about it! Hey, I'm Maya, and that bossy girl is Kelly. Although we live in the same house, we aren't siblings. You see, when I was just a baby, I was adopted by a loving old couple. They lived on a farm in the countryside. Their kids had grown up and left home, and they were both missing the lively energy that only a child could bring. One Sunday at church, they saw the priest raising a baby girl and offered to help. So that's how they ended up taking me home and bringing me up as their grandchild. They were the nicest people, and they showered me in nothing but love and kindness. I'm always more than grateful for them. We lived together happily, until one day, when Grandpa was in the orchard, he collapsed. Sadly, he passed away. Grandma was never the same after that. She'd lost her soulmate. Her health also deteriorated, and then one night, she called me into her room, and gripping my hand, she said, Sweetie, you brought so much joy into our lives. Without us, life could be tough, but don't worry, we're always with you. When I'm gone, go find my old purse hidden in the broken tractor in the back barn. We've saved up a little bit for you. Our little Maya have to live your best life, all right? Then, before I could ask her any more about this, she closed her eyes, and just like that, she'd left me forever. I stayed with her for hours, crying my heart out. Afterward, following Grandma's words, I went in search of the money. Oh, God! I gasped in shock as I opened the purse. There was at least $20,000 here. How did my grandparents manage to save up such an amount of money? I knew they were thrifty, but this was way too much. After that, I moved to Columbus to live with my grandparents' daughter, Mrs. Madison, and her daughter, Kelly. So you're wondering what I did with the money, right? Well, I keep it hidden here, in this crack in the roof. Oh, someone's coming. Your room is disgusting. Anyway, Kelly and I are going out, so make sure you clean everywhere before we get back. I expect it to be spotless. I gave a weak nod and watched her totter away. This wasn't a new occurrence. Every day, they'd mess up the house, then force me to clean it. I know, I was basically the real-life Cinderella. But it's okay. As soon as I turned 18, I'm gonna leave this place anyway and start living my own life with my money. The next morning, it was raining, so I tried to walk to school as fast as possible, when suddenly, Kelly drove past me and deliberately sped through this big puddle. Mud splattered all over me. Jeez, why is torturing me her favorite hobby? My shirt was filthy, and as I walked toward my locker, some girls laughed at me. One even sneered. The dirty look must be trendy in the countryside but here it just looks tragic. Yeah, I've been in the city for almost a year now, but I still couldn't fit in. Maybe it's because I always wear the same worn-out clothes and borrow all my books from the library. Mrs. Madison refused to buy me anything new, and I couldn't use my own money, as that would look suspicious. I couldn't even afford to go on the school picnic. <sighs> I'd never be one of them. Then, during recess, the class monitor Josie informed everyone that prom was happening soon, and the dress code was formal. While all the other kids squealed and clapped excitedly, 
I lowered my head and sighed. I had nothing to wear to prom. Maya? Hearing my name broke me from my thoughts, and I realized it was Josie, and standing around her were some of the nice girls from class. You have to come to prom this time, please? You've never joined us in any other activities before. Don't worry, we will help you look spectacular. I gave an awkward smile and replied, Thanks, guys, but I can't expect you to do that. They all insisted that I should go, but I remained adamant that it wasn't my kind of thing. Then came Meanie Kelly. Maya isn't suitable for this type of event. How dare she say that? I mean, just because I wasn't a spoiled princess didn't mean I wasn't suitable to attend. So I turned to Josie and smiled. Actually, that sounds fun. I will go to the prom. That evening at dinner, I mentioned the prom to Mrs. Madison and suggested that it could be a reward in exchange for doing all the housework. She coldly replied, You live under my roof rent-free, and now you expect me to do housework for you too? Or what, your majesty? Then she turned to Kelly, smiled and asked, Darling, have you decided on a prom dress yet? Then Kelly showed her mom pictures of gorgeous dresses on her phone while throwing smirks at me. Ugh! I couldn't sit around looking at Kelly's smug face anymore. This time, I definitely had to go to prom and be prettier than her. So that weekend, I went thrift store shopping with Josie. And after looking in about a dozen stores, Josie lifted up this really pretty blue gown. It had a tear down the side, but I knew I could easily sew that up and thrift flip it a little. I'd seen people do that on YouTube. The night of the prom, Josie did my hair and makeup, and I showed up in the dress. I felt like a real-life princess, and everyone was looking at me and giving me compliments, while Kelly stood there with her arms folded and a sulky look on her face. And then this boy called David walked over to me and started talking. Turns out, he was the new senior here. All the girls had their eyes on him, including Kelly, who walked over and tried offering him a drink, but he snubbed her and continued talking to me, leaving her standing there in silent anger before storming out of the prom. I had such a wonderful night with my new friends. I arrived home in a great mood and was happily singing to myself. But this instantly changed when I saw Kelly sitting there waiting for me. Such a thief! Now, don't tell me this fancy dress just fell down on you from the sky! Kelly shouted at me. I insisted that I hadn't stolen anything, so she dragged Mrs. Madison to the living room and asked her to check if she had lost any money recently. Mrs. Madison said no without thinking at first, but when she read Kelly's face, she started to fake complaining about some hundred-dollar bills missing from her purse, and the two started to jump on me. Ugh! Unbelievable! I ran up to my room and tried to shake away the negative thoughts and think back to how happy I was at prom. Then, as usual, I checked my hiding spot. Huh? What was that noise? I looked towards the stairs, but no one was there. Hmm. It was probably just the house creaking or something. The next day at school was amazing, as loads of kids stopped and talked to me. Then, when I got home, I went up to my room and double-checked my hiding spot. My heart plummeted in my chest. The purse! It had gone! I frantically searched for it, 
Then I remembered hearing something last night, and there were only three of us in this house. Could it be? Furious, I ran into the living room where Mrs. Madison and Kelly were watching TV. I shouted at them. My money! I want it back right now! In an unconcerned tone, Mrs. Madison replied, What money? What are you talking about? Oh, I see. So you have your own money all along, and have been keeping it for yourself? Puff, what an ungrateful brat! Mom lets you live here even though you aren't actually family, and now you're accusing us of stealing? I knew they'd taken my money, but what could I do about it? I had no choice but to go back to my room and cried as I looked at old photos of me with my grandparents. The next day at school, I really wasn't in the mood for lessons. During recess, I was just staring out of the window in despair when I heard a cough, so I looked and saw David there. Hey, Maya. He smiled at me. Are you okay? You seem kind of down. I'm fine. I gathered up my stuff and left. I know he was only being nice, but I wasn't feeling like small-talking right now. Then, after school, Kelly made me carry her heavy backpack home. I had no energy left to argue, so I glumly did as she asked. That's when David drove up alongside me and asked, Hey, that looks heavy. Do you need a lift? I nodded and got into his car while forcing a smile to thank him. He asked, Maya, what's up? You can talk to me, you know. I'm a good listener. Promise. He's so sweet, and I instantly felt safe around him. We chatted a lot and started hanging out more and more after that. We took walks through the park and had lunch together. I found myself growing closer to him, but not in the way you might think. No, more like a brother. Then, a few weeks later, when Mrs. Madison made me clean up the mess in the house that she'd made again... I found something under her bed. The old purse that Grandma had left me. And the money was all gone! I stormed downstairs and slammed the purse onto the kitchen table. But Mrs. Madison shrugged. It was my mother's purse. Therefore, that money belongs to me. You obviously stole it from my poor elderly parents. Kelly backed up her mom with her annoying tone. Wow! How low do you have to be to con a sick old lady into giving you her life savings? Grandma left it for me, not you! You two are monsters! I screamed at them, took the purse, and went up to my room. I started to pack, then I was leaving here once and for all. Only, when I went to try the door, I couldn't open it. O-M-G! They'd locked me in! Worse still... In all the drama, I'd left my phone downstairs, so I couldn't even call David for help. The next day, Mrs. Madison let me out, but only on the condition that I did all the housework, and from now on, I wasn't allowed to go to school or anything like that. And if I broke this rule, she'd make sure I ended up in trouble for stealing the money. So, it is what it is. I had no choice. They've caught me on a string. One afternoon, I was out front watering the flowers when Mrs. Madison shouted out from the living room. No! Not the roses! Water the ones over there! You useless girl! Then suddenly, I felt someone yank my arm. It's David! He was worried about my absence, so he came to check on me. Maya, 
There's someone I want you to meet. Then he signaled me to follow him. I had no idea where David was taking me, but anything would be a way better option than listening to any more of Mrs. Harrison's nagging, so I got in his car. He took me to his house, and there was this man in there. I suppose it's David's dad, but then, with tear-filled eyes, the man blurted out, Maya, it's you, my daughter, you're finally home. Huh? What? So, after I sat down and had a sip of water to brace myself for whatever was about to come, the two told me about how when I was a baby, my mom got sick and passed away. My dad struggled to look after me and my brother, so he gave me to a priest. Eventually, my dad managed to turn his life around, and knowing that I'd been adopted by the elderly couple, he started sending money to them to help them raise me. Then, when he came to find me, I wasn't there anymore. He found out that I was living with the daughter of an elderly couple in Columbus, so he moved to this city with the hope of finding me. It was such a coincidence that David ended up attending the same school as me. David said that the first time he saw me, he felt this strange bond right away, and how amazing that this gut feeling was right, as it soon became clear I was his long-lost sister. Wow, this was a lot to take in, but it was the greatest news ever! I left Mrs. Madison's house after that, of course, and moved in with my dad and brother. And for the first time since I'd lost my grandparents, I found myself feeling truly happy again. Now, you're probably wondering what became of Mrs. Madison and Kelly. Well, I was walking past their house the other day and saw a for sale sign in the yard. Turns out, Mrs. Madison had been spending money like water and now was in debt, so she was having to sell the house. I don't want to gloat or anything, but I guess that's karma for them.